Hello and welcome back to the When in Doubt show. We are back for another week and it's the first week of A-League action. So we have a lot more to talk about now, but <laughs> yippee. Um, as always, we cover the world of football with Australia out of focus. I am, as always, John T. Perry. I am joined by the A-League expert, Jackson. Yeah, how many games did you watch this week? All of them. All of them? Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I don't believe that for one second. All I know, all I ne- all you need to know is Adelaide's on top. Yeah, well, you can get to that in a second, and it's only in the last this round. Um, nah. But it was actually a pretty good opening first week. Fair. For you, yeah. For us, but we we'll come back to that in a second. We did the exact same thing last season. Um, <clears throat> anyway, other than that, we also had both our teams in play Premier League, Premier League, Champions League. Um, slightly varied, not very much variance, but slightly varied results this week. Yeah. And Aussie Team of the Week's back this week because the actual game is now. Yeah. To talk about. Anyway, let's dive straight into the A League results for this week. And now, we'll start off with. No, that's wrong one. There you go. The ladder. Now, I'll go quickly dodge over here. This is the ladder coming out of match week one. It is nothing to talk about yet. This is the first game. Yeah, <laughs> don't talk about it yet. But let's start off with the first game, which was Adelaide versus Central Coast. No good win, no problem for Adelaide in this game. Yeah, not yet. Not this yet. Um, You're in Kunda Stink. Stinker. Yeah, Nestor's first start with Adelaide, and it was shocking. Um, nearly had an assist, to be fair. Nearly okay. had an assist, but otherwise was just not an, not, not an option all game. Nah. Um, I don't think there's anything to speak about worries yet because it's only the first time he started. But it is disappointing to see him not start well. Um, otherwise, though, it was a shot fest. There was 46 shots between the two Jesus teams. Um, it was just back and forth. Central Coast shouldn't take this result too badly, seeing that they were really just lacking that clinical finish in the end. But Adelaide do seem to have it figured out with Halloran, with Zach Claw. A cloth, where, how do you say his name? Is he related to Brian Croft? Um, no, but he did come through the Forest Academy, I believe. Okay. So, um, yeah, he's if he can finally put it all together, he'll have a great campaign. Um, and Ibasuki played as a great facilitator for both of them throughout the game. So, there's not a lot to say. And also, Nick Ansel, ex-victory player, getting his first goal for Adelaide off of a set piece. So... Um, otherwise, Adelaide <clears throat> probably shouldn't have been com- as comfortable as they've been in this game, like result-wise. But uh, that's probably due to the fact that Central Coast have a concern on finishing. Yeah. There's also a big save from Joe Gouch in the first half. Have you seen that one? Yeah, I saw he got my team of the week. The A-League, and people didn't think he should be. Well, that's funny because I also agree with that one. Okay. There's two players I think had better better match weeks yeah um, but otherwise yeah Adelaide good result for them it's still the first week so don't take it all with a grain of salt um, and it was first week at Coopers so you know it's always going to be a good game for Adelaide but if Halloran can play because he played really well really really well if he can lead how Goodwin has been for the last few seasons like it could just be fine um, next up is the first game of the afternoon on Saturday <laughs> which was MacArthur and Brisbane. And this game should have been probably MacArthur's way. 
Yeah, Brisbane actually had more possession and had more shots. They just didn't create much of note. Like as much yeah. as McCarthy did. McCarthy had about four or five moments where they probably should have scored. Um, so they'll be ruining the misses, uh, missed chances. Um, Curto on the on the Brisbane goal looked like an absolute idiot. Um, not his fault either. It just was very funny. Um, but Brisbane actually looked fairly decent as they've shown during the FFF, uh, oh yeah, Australia Cup campaign. Yeah. Um, made it to the final, obviously, losing the final. But they showing that even with a crappier squad than everyone else, they are not taking this lightly. Yeah. You didn't watch this game, did you? I didn't watch any game. <laughs> um, um, also, Rodriguez, uh, ex-City Academy project, uh, prospect, sorry, uh, good goal for him. I think it was off a, off like a cross, a nice header. McCarthy had about four or five shots in a row, so they probably should have got one there, and they did. Um, but yeah, this game, both of these teams, I had middle of the pack, bottom half the pack. I yeah. think McCarthy was climbing up the table. Um, but decent result for both sides, really. Now, next up was the probably the biggest upset of the... Yeah, I think I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of the round. Melbourne City won, West United 2. Now, I'll just give you a stat that they actually mentioned before the game. This might jinx them a little bit. Um, City were undefeated at Amy Park last year. Mm. The first game of the season, they lose at Amy Park. Yeah. So, <clears throat> not a good result. <laughs> good showing at all for them. Not to say that they weren't able to make chances. They were a better team overall. Uh, McLaren had an off- offside goal. But uh, Togai Arsenal only getting their goal. West United going up the other end. Lockie Wales. I hate Lockie Wales. But he seems to be playing extremely well in this West United side. Getting another goal and he's just option all day. And Noah Bottich getting a penalty goal right near the end. The winner. Yeah. The winner in the end. And West United... While I say this is a promising result, they still need to show more. They were the worst side overall on the day. Very lucky to come away with the win. Where did they finish last year? Um, they finished seventh, I believe. Okay, so they covered it a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but at least this is a better start from last year. The reason why they had such a hangover was the first game of the season they got thumped. Mm. So th- if you can keep this going, it could be fine. Now, next up is the game I really care about. Why and is that? It's the big blue. We did it again. We went to Sydney and we won. Um, let's just quickly say, Sydney have had one of the worst records at Allianz since they've come back to it. <laughs> the only game they've won, I think, at Allianz would have been the Australia Cup final. Yeah. Well, major one anyway. Um <clears throat> So the whole game, first half, it was Sydney had a good 20 minutes where they were on top, and but they just never looked like they were going to score, and Izzo had a really, really good game. Yeah. First half, he was ranked number one player in the pitch. Okay. Second half, he just continued. He was just rock, really, which is surprising because the guy is five foot three and normally unable to make a save. Um, Andrew Redman, though, is honestly one of the good, most good, awful goalkeepers yeah. I've seen in my life. That I only watched the first half with you, but yeah, that was... Yeah. Um, then Fornaroli's goal, Luke Bratton slipping over, and then the Sydney fans protesting, where's our free kick? He slipped. He's like, if you watch the clip, he's literally... There's a 
the closest video player is two feet away from him. Um, he slips, and then all the players are like, "Oh, what? You got tripped! You got tripped!" Him off. Send him off. Yeah. yeah, it was shocking. And then by that point, Sydney had some chances. Let me not say that they didn't, but they just never looked like they were going to score. Yeah. Um, and then Machach, aka as I, as we clarified Zizou. last week, big dick stud Zizou. <laughs> um, he goes uh, so goes through starts his run absolutely bulldozes over Go- a good strike it was absolutely shit house run but yeah it was sh- he scored it, he scored um, and it probably also shows that Redman can't make a save for life because that should have been saved uh, but showing that he at least deserves his spot in the team it's going to be interesting when Redman actually starts again how this team is going to work with the two of them um, but overall, it's just a really good performance. Um, Sydney shouldn't take that too badly either. I think they were just unable to create the shots they needed, and both their goals were very. Uh, both the goals we scored were very, very opportunistic. <laughs> um, but I don't. I we still deserve the win, in my opinion. Um, that being said, do I say it's a great performance from us? Like outright out great, probably not. He shit housed a lot of it, so yeah. Um, there's still lots to go, but you also just to show how shit we are at moving the ball forward. Because you watched the first half of me, and any time we had an attack where we could just run up the field, you go to Daniel Arzani, yeah. he'd lose the ball. And also, Daniel Arzani is still shocking, still shocking. He sucks. Um. So yeah, that's my analysis on him. Uh, but every time we try to move the ball forward, it go to Arzani or goes it goes away, or <clears throat> we pass it back to Roger Miranda who just lumps it forward. Yeah, it, it sucked. Second half though was great. Um, yeah, happy with the performance. Probably should have played better, but we won. We won. Um, next up is Wanderers and Phoenix, a nil-nil draw. Uh, my whole thing on this one is quite literally just Alex Paulson could be the next big goalkeeper in the A-League. Well, probably will be. He had an absolute brilliant game. Sure, Western Sydney had 17 shots, and only four, but only four on target. Okay. But that's probably coming down more to Western Sydney than it is of the Phoenix um, and Alex Paulson. Massive game. I'd have him second this week to Izzo for the uh, best goalkeeper. Okay. I'm slightly biased though, obviously. So, um, but I think that Izzo made more saves from shots on target. That's my, that's my reasoning. Uh, Western Sydney though, show everything but finishing, and that's not what we want to hear going into the season. Um, that's all I really have for that game. And then last one is Perth Newcastle. Perth fought though a through and in the 92nd minute. Let's let's get this name right. <laughs> Stamatiopoulos, I think. I reckon I smashed it. Stamatiopoulos. Yeah, let's go. Stamatiopoulos. That was actually one of the worst things, having to write that down and then having to actually have to do 90 plus two because he scored in the extra time. But Stamatiopoulos gets his first goal for Newcastle this season and saves a day in the 92nd minute. Uh, Adam Taggart scores once again. And Kolokovsky... Have you ever seen that photo of him holding the trophy with uh, Melbourne City? No. Oh, you should search it up after this podcast. 
this episode. Um, you'll get a big, sh- big surprise. Um, I'm gonna say shut up, man. <laughs> but yeah, overall, this game screams both sides who are gonna be trying to challenge for the challenge for a spot, but both will fall short. Um, Grozos as well had a really good game, so hats off to him. Uh, so if you found it, oh, you should search up the title photo. It's probably not gonna be on Google Images there. Um. It's, it was a big thing on A-League memes, if you're wondering. Can't say I've seen it. Nah, we'll, we'll find it later. Um, <clears throat> anyway. So, after the first round, Adelaide United is on top. Uh, and big, have won the league. Yeah, actually, I would like to see this final series. Because imagine these teams in the final series. Yeah. How dog shit of a final series this would be. Nah, it'd be good. Well, you have what? Adelaide and Victory would be fine. West United, eh, teetering. Jets, Perth. Brisbane would be, yeah, not it. And the bottom three teams are all teams. Well, the bottom eight. Well, boy, the bottom, bottom... MacArthur's just there. MacArthur, Wellington, I had in top six, but they probably won't be. And then those four teams are all favourites to be back in the final series again. So, yeah, it's a crazy uh, table we left it at that. But obviously, round one doesn't really matter too much where you are right now but that leads us into Aussie team of the week now this is the first one where we have A-League players in it for that's once that's good that's cool and I had to wait, make one omission because he wasn't Australian right okay Jay O'Shea from Brisbane yeah should have made it in but he is Irish so he doesn't count so this is the Aussie team of the week for this week it's awkwardly positioned now so I'll move back over slightly but um Let's start off in goal. I had Izzo. Yeah. Clean sheet, lots of saves. I biased. Biased. Um, then the back line is all A League players once again. So Nick Ansel for the goal. Literally, yeah. probably shouldn't be in there, but I just thought, you know what, he scored a goal. Let's Clean have that for this one. Can't complain. Um, Susnajar, I think that's how you say his name. Probably not. Uh, he normally is a centre back. He is playing left back for Perth Glory right now. Uh, had a very solid game. Uh, I'm not going to hold him back on that just because they didn't get a clean sheet. And then Aiden Burntig, or I think that's how you say his name. I probably did. Well, uh, Burntig's fine. That that Burntig. I don't know his first name. I've got it. But young young centre back uh, replacing a um. Oh, actually, I haven't heard this part as well because I didn't do headlines this week. Um, Ruin Tonyik. Do you know? Do you have heard that name? Tonyik, yeah, I have. Yep, ex Socceroo and. Currently on the contract of Western Sydney, mm. he has been arrested for sexual assault. Oh, um, so that's as far as I'm willing to go on that one. But that will likely come back in the headlines sometime soon once the headlines are back. Um, but he replaced him in the, in the lineup starting Why? for obvious reasons. I don't know, man. Don't know. Tony robbed. <laughs> um, and. <clears throat> played a really good job keeping Wellington to five shots. Good stuff, Tonyuk. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Next up is Grozos. Uh, as we mentioned beforehand, goal, very solid game, getting him in his spot. Jackson Nervine once again another goal on the board, leading St. Pauli. He's just a revolution there in, in Germany. Uh, Yazbek also got a goal. 
from CDM. So big, big result for him. And Panos Amenakas, this is his like fourth or so time on here. He just keeps on scoring goals in the second division, whatever it is in USA. So he just keeps on adding on. And then front three, yeah, little, little fellow in the picture and in real life. And then the front three of Ben Halloran, Lockie Wales, and Bruno Fornaroli. Goal scorers? All goal scorers. Lockie Wales, probably most impressive player in their game. Halloran, most impressive player in their game. And Fornaroli, probably the most impressive player in also, their game. Also, Sammy Silvera scored. He did. I only didn't include him because of the fact... And this is with my two players. I had Sammy Silvera and I had Stefan Mork. Both okay. scored goals. Both only played under 20 minutes. Okay. I decided that... But Sammy Silvera is a bit more of achievement. Yeah, a bit more of achievement because he won the game for him. And it's championship. And it's championship and it was against Norwich who aren't, aren't a shabby side. That's true. But... but I decided to not include them due to the fact that they only played a small amount of minutes. Okay, okay. But that is the Aussie team of the week for this week. Um, this one's probably getting more competitive again. Yeah, with the A-League back especially. Mm, and we'll probably see eight or nine A-League players mm. a week at this point. Because oh, yeah. Because we, there has to be results. We've had none of that back four. Yeah. During the Gold Coast only, only, two, so only three players are outside the A-League this, uh, this week. Mm, yeah. The, the rest of them, I reckon, have been in before. Yeah. Lockie Wales was in one of the first ones when it was the Australia Cup games. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, just trying to think. Everyone else, No. So, yeah, it's a big change up this yeah. week. Now, do you want to go into Premier League results or Champions League results first? We'll go Prem. All right. Well, last week was a pretty big one for one match, really. And that was your match. But we'll come back to that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. There was one big match as well. Liverpool to Everton nil. Yeah. Merseyside derby. Everton were a little bit shafted, really. A little bit, but... They, they showed that they actually played well. Not that they deserved to win the match. No, but they held on for ages with that red card. Um, what was that? Penalty? Yeah. And then 90th minute, uh, throw everything forward and then get counter-attacked to go, so... Yeah. I'm not complaining because I got our captain seller. Pen FPL, merchant. So, Pen yeah. merchant. Still better than Harlem, so... Still Pen Merchant, though. I don't care. Um, but yeah, Liverpool, pro once again, getting lucky results. This is what I mean, my, my thing about Liverpool has been this season. It's that they probably wouldn't have won this game if there wasn't a red card. They've definitely been given stuff, though, after the Tottenham Oh, game. yeah. This one was definitely given, and they probably should have had something given to them. They didn't. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Interesting, interesting what's happening at Liverpool. Liverpool, sorry. Uh, Bournemouth won Wolves too, and the Wolves have had a big turnaround in the last few weeks. Mm. Uh, Bournemouth are starting to worry me. Yeah, they, on paper they look a lot better. And they, mm, have they got a win yet? I th they've got a win, I think, but it's not. They're they're not playing like they're a team anymore, mm. and that's surprising for one a team that's supposed to be replacing their manager. Who's now at Wolves and making Wolves look good. Yeah. And Pedro Neto, what a season he's having as well. Yeah. Not being the goal scorer, but being the assister. Brentford 3, Burnley 0. Um, I know we said Luton probably be the worst team in this lot, but Burnley generally could yeah. be. 
and we had the most hype around Burnley because they looked like they were going to play good football. They just haven't. Maybe they'll show later on the season, but yeah, it just ha- it hasn't translated to the Premier League level. And not at all. Brentford, they just look cruisy without even without Ivan Tony. So it speaks levels to yeah what could happen in January. Also, Neil Morpay looks happier than ever to be back at Brentford. Uh, so can't stand that prick. <laughs> Uh, City 2 Brighton 1 City getting away just holding yeah. on uh, not really much to say City played their way Brighton played their way I feel like if anyone that was if anyone was almost well, had the best chance of beating City I would have said Brighton yeah because they, their styles conflict a lot mm. but let's just say we play them at Old Trafford this weekend. <laughs> I do. The two Brighton, or the two City goals, I think were both solely March errors, not directly his fault, but... Yeah. It wasn't like... Well, it's, it's going to happen every once in a while when you play a right winger as a right back. Yeah. Or right wing back, whatever you want to do with him. Uh, Newcastle for Palace nil. Newcastle cruising. Uh, even with the Sandra Tonali ban incoming. Um, it's crazy, some of the news, actually. It doesn't really matter. This game doesn't really matter. The more Sandra Tonali situation matters for a second. Have some of the stuff around Sandra Tonali, like Pat Milan knew about the gambling yeah. stuff. Um, the fact that he was instantly just going, yeah, 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 yeah you're a scapegoat now. And um, also his teammates saying... Tonali put the betting app on my phone. <laughs> yeah. How does that work? But you can, you're the one that chooses to use it. You have to, most of the time you have to put a password in to download stuff. Yeah. Make an account. Tonali yep. did that for you too, did he? Yeah. So, um, Sandro is probably the scapegoat for all this. Uh, and he'll come back in 10 months and probably play fine. Yeah. But it's just crazy how many things are just coincidentally seem to be happening. Surrounding these players, like Italian FA is just like, all right, we understand that you're probably, Tonali's fucked off to England. Mm. Let's make sure you're safe. Tonali. Um, uh, it was Fajoli, isn't it? Who, yeah, from U- Juve. And yeah. there was one, one other player. Who was the other player? I feel like there was a lot of, a decent amount. There was one more player who was like taken out of the squad because of it. Um, I remember there was a Juventus, I think he's midfielder. I don't know. Yeah, so Fajoli is That's Fajoli. But then there was another Italian player who was on the actual national team at the time who got taken off of international duty because of the ban. Mm. I'll have to look it up later. But it seems to be that the Italian FA is just trying to blame the person who's not playing in Italy anymore. Because I know another player who was, the other player was still in Italy. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I saw after the Newcastle game, they're doing the Lafavana betting sponsors all the way around. <laughs> like, uh, y- y- yes, if if the rules aren't, you can't bet. That's fair enough. Don't bet. But also, how can you yeah. force betting down our throats? It's not just for the players. It's for the watchers, too. Like, yeah. so many people have gambling problems, and you see it everywhere. Yeah. I this is a, this is a constant debate around gambling and sport. 
is that gambling is so bad for some people. Addiction is a horrible thing, and you can't uh, you can't be putting stuff like this up to people and expect no no one's gonna go. I'm gonna whoops, whoops. I'm gonna go put fifty bucks on today and then fifty bucks on the next day and like yeah. stuff like that. But at the same time, it offers so much money to teams that need it the most. Newcastle yeah. don't need it. Newcastle don't. But a lot of teams do need major sponsors and a lot of time gambling is the one that can do it for them but i mean if you look at the fir- i saw a while ago it's the sponsors of every premier league team in the first well 1992 the first premier league season no no betting at all it's all yeah but that's industries cool. everything like that it, it can be like that but it, it could but the issue is that nowadays the betting is so massive it's one of the biggest markets in the world mm. um like you can't really stop. I uh, say so these these companies are the ones who have a lot of money, and they, you can't really stop them because they're allowed to put these games on. Yeah. And the other issue is that now there's such a culture around gambling and betting in the world that even if you put a band off it, you're not going to stop people from gambling. That's true, but also if the betting companies companies mindset is like that, oh, they shouldn't be. Then that's yeah. wrong. Yeah, they yeah. shouldn't be. They shouldn't be saying, "Oh, you're gonna bet anyway, so we'll put these ads on." Yeah, like which which they will because they're morally ambiguous. Yeah, yeah. They'll, you know, say, "Well, why would we get rid of it? People are gonna bet anyways." Terrible excuse. Yeah, it's like alcohol in the same way. Yeah, but I not in the same way because alcohol, at least I would understand this is that alcohol, you know the risk of it. Yeah, and there's le- there's like it's much easier to control who's drinking than it is who's gambling. Yeah, gambling's something you can hide. Drinking, you... You have yeah. to go somewhere to drink, like, to get... Yeah, you have to go out and get it. You have to, like, go through people to get it. Yeah. If someone finds you while you're addicted to drinking, you know, you can tell. Yeah. Gambling, you can't tell. Gambling, you can't tell unless, like, they're one of those people at pokies, they're going... Um, the screen scrapers. Yeah, screen scrapers. Yeah. Man, that used to happen in my work, my old work. Like, I'd work a bar shift, and I go, "Oh, can you um, can you go and work in the pokies area for a bit?" And I go, oh, "Okay." And then um, literally the whole time I'd go clean up after like the same five people every yeah. like half an hour. It's shocking. Anyway, I'm getting a bit off track. Yeah. Um, Newcastle cruise to a victory. Uh, Sandra Denali's a scapegoat for the proper issue. Yay. Um, <laughs> next game, Nottingham 2, Luton 2. Luton getting a cheeky point. Um, They're out of the relegation zone, aren't they? They are. The Hatters are out, and Chris Wood, for about, <laughs> scored two goals and looked like the goat for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But uh, results didn't go his way in the end. No. Now, the first game of ours that you played was your one. Yes. Chelsea 2, Arsenal 2. I wasn't able to watch it, but yeah, we played shocking. Um, I don't know why all the Chelsea fans are piping up. They scored a penalty, which we couldn't do anything about. Still a penalty, but we can't do anything about it. Shit happens. And then a accidental cross shot from, of all people... <laughs> Mudrick. That's two goals now since he's won a crossbar challenge. Let's just quickly 
tally, tally that there. He did fail the crossbar challenge with that shot there. Yeah, but no, this is since he beat. This is since he's beat. Um, oh my god, Poch. That's not my god. Yeah, yeah. Just had to be him though. Um, then uh, Declan Rice scoring like thirty yards out, and then Trossard getting the equaliser. And we didn't really celebrate it, and we went straight to the dressing room. Mikel said everyone was pissed off, so that's that's a good thing. It was a good comeback, but we we shouldn't have ever been in that position. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Chelsea, I understand piping up now would seem like a smart idea, but you're still 10th. Yeah, you're still 10th. Look, like, yeah. you need to understand you're not in the right place to be speaking. No, just get on with it. Like, um, it is promising that you got to draw with Arsenal. If they scored, like, a good goal, I could take it, but I don't know what Mujic was doing with that cross. That oh, was a penalty. Was- Hundred percent, yeah. Well, like you can't be going and saying that's a great result. Yeah, it's a good result seeing you got a draw for us. For both, yeah, for us because we're two 0 down, but also we shouldn't have been there. Yeah, and they choked the two 0 lead. So that's something you should probably be addressing more. Yeah, not you choked a two 0 lead. So if anything, that um, what's it called? Like praises us. Yeah, that you're, you're celebrating. Able to- choking two goals to us that it was only two goals and not three so mm. yeah pipe down Chelsea fans yeah get a grip young kipper <laughs> um then our game Sheffield United won we finished end up with two um I honestly McSauce is going to give me an aneurysm at this point uh scoring one end then instantly giving away a penalty yeah the other and then it just looked like we weren't going to score I'm again. I'm trying to think what happened. In that. I honestly forgot who scored because I've just got today's game in mind. Yeah, which is... <laughs> which is even funnier. Yeah. Um, what was... Was it the same bloke? Was Did Harry... No, no, Harry, wait. Harry didn't score two and a two, has he? There wasn't... I don't think it was one of the strikers because you would have... No. No, I would have said something if it was. It probably was Harry. It wasn't Scott because he scored the first one. No, why have I gone blank on who scored? <laughs> it was him, wasn't it? Oh no, it was Delow. Oh my god! Why did I forget about that one? That one was one of the best goals <coughs> this season. Oh, jeez, that's right. Because he got he, technically he got man of the match originally, and then they went, "Nah, actually, Gary's got it." Um, <laughs> but what a scream that was! Why did I forget that goal? Um, just. Brilliant place. Uh, nothing you can do goalkeeper-wise. Yeah. Uh, but we were still shit. Let's, let's not be around the bush in that game. We were, we had more shots conceded. What I'll say is, actually, the last two games have made Onana and Maguire look a lot better than what they... Yeah. Onana only conceded a penalty. Otherwise, had a pretty good game. But, I mean, they've, they've got to have this to get the confidence. So. Yeah. I think the latest game definitely boosted yeah. Onana's confidence. I, I feel like this happened with Maguire before where he's had those good games and he's just going to go back to... No, but I don't one. I don't think he's ever had this good of a patch at United. Even, even though it's only like this, this I season. I like the very start he had... So, yeah, first, so first season, first six months he had a very good patch. But like since that point... Mm, yeah. Um, and it's not like he's... It's been... Other than the Arsenal game, he's actually had a fairly decent season. Which <laughs> funny is... To say. It's funny to say... 
Um, and if Lissandro's going to be out for a long period, I don't mind Harry starting alongside Varane. Honestly, don't. For now. When Mitch is back, he's yeah. he's back in. But for now, Harry's got a spot. <laughs> which I didn't think I'd be saying at, this <laughs> at any point this Once season. Once we get on the Champions League, you'll hear another yeah. story to that. But. Yeah. Let's go back into the back into the game. Got any more more, isn't there? Uh, two more. Two more. Villa for West Ham one. Villa are insane. Yeah, what the that. hell? They they are something completely different this season again. Like in the last season, they were yeah, they were showing signs of what they would be. But how? It's Unai Emery. Why couldn't he do this at Arsenal? Because uh, the pressure's off. That's true, yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, the fan base is up your ass. That's true. Everyone's up your ass. At Villa, you're just having fun. Yeah. It was after Wenger as well, so it would have been... Yeah, yeah. It's like when we had David Moyes. Yeah. That's how I always compare it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But... It's just still funny, though. Mm. Uh, but they are insane. Uh, Douglas Suiz, what a game from him. Ollie Watkins, what a game from him. <laughs> like, there's just so many players you can praise along Aston Villa for that match. And West Ham... Don't take it to heart. This is just Villa, yeah. Villa this season. There's one guy on Twitter that's a West Ham fan. He keeps piping up about specifically Arsenal. Well, don't worry. All I can say is your captain left you for our club, so... Yeah. It was for 100 and... It was, but he still left your club because you're a small club to join. A for, club. for 120 million. Yeah. Anyway, last game of the round, and Tottenham retake first with a 2-0 win over Fulham. And Son is literally carrying the shit out of this offense right now. Yeah. Uh, and Madison. And too. Madison. They are an insane duo, and Tottenham generally look like the real deal. I don't know. I, I'm starting to... I've always... I thought that from the start of the year too, but... They who have they played? They got they They've got given a win against Liverpool. Beat us. Yeah, but I think your the game in the game against you. Yeah. If Romero wasn't dumb, they probably would have won that. Probably yeah, but like they, they would have shit housed it, but they would have won it. I was more like Tottenham were saying we're better than Arsenal this year because we're above them on the table. That's not that no. That they've that, played all the relegation teams. We haven't. The, that, that, they haven't played one. That argument, but I'm saying, like, real deal Champions League. Oh, Champions League, 100%, yeah. Yeah. The league, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Because they could be, but... I don't... They're not that yet. They're not that yet. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> otherwise, let's go into the Champions League. Because that's what Tottenham are in right now. Yeah. Um, start off with you guys. We've only got the first half of the Champions League, but... Yeah. We beat Sevilla. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. <laughs> um, Can I get to pull up the... Oh, no, I didn't do oh, it didn't yet, do no. It. Okay. No. Yeah, we beat Sevilla. Oh, we didn't really... I don't want to say we played bad, but we just didn't play what we usually did. We changed the style. We just let Sevilla have the ball. Martinelli counter-attack with his first Champions League goal on his debut as well. Um, and Jesus with a banger. And then, yeah, we just conceded from a corner and it was wraps after that. Nothing much else to say. 
No. Yeah. Our game was it's been touted as the game of redemption arcs. Um start off with we didn't do anything in the first half. Um pretty crap in the first half really. Second half was all our way. Um and then we finally got a goal through Harry. Um <laughs> textbook header for Mary as well probably pretty crap one really actually he headed it straight into the ground but luckily the goalkeeper's nowhere near it to save it um, and then they come down the other end and we give away a penalty McSauce once again giving away a penalty and I thought uh oh it's Onana again but something that he's actually decent at is saving the ball sometimes sometimes yeah. sometimes and he guessed the right way. Um, he actually guessed too far. And you, you, you see him actually have to re-adjust like, for his arm. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't seen it yet. No. But uh, yeah, he readjusts for his arm, makes the save. Then all the players come over to start celebrating. And Nana's like screaming like, Get the fuck! Get back to the game! The game's over, man. And then, and then the whistle was blown anyway. Oh, okay. And, and Nana goes, oh! And then he starts celebrating again. <laughs> um, and then they had an interview post-game. It was just Nana and Maguire. And it was like, oh, how does it how does it feel for the confidence? And Harry's like, yeah, it's, oh, it's pretty good for the confidence. And Garnet's like, uh, it's still my job. Yeah, yeah, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. Um, so it shows how much he cares. <laughs> Maguire is just funny because he he just laps up any moment where he can have some fun. Yeah, and they send our attention. Yeah. Um, also, good cross there from Ericsson to get that assist. Uh, pinpoint. Uh, so that saves our campaign in Champions League for now, because we went into that we went into the uh, second half of group stage games with one point. We're screwed. Yeah. Um, and good thing is that the other team, uh, so Bayern stopped Galatasaray. Yeah. So we're not that the far. The Europa League's on the cards. No, no, no. You still gotta play Galatasaray at home. Nah, we're not going to. Bayern, home or away, shit. But I reckon if we can get Bayern once they've secured Champions League, uh, like the next knockout of Sage, they just chuck out the second team. Yeah. Do a little bit dodgy ma- match fixing. <laughs> but yeah, that was our game. Uh, otherwise, it was pretty pretty quiet. Yeah. We got, there's more Champions League this morning. Yeah, there wasn't. In the morning, really. We'll definitely get to catch up on that next week. Um, otherwise, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, so other than other than that, I also the match reports. I did also say this last week that I was going to do it. The website's not finished yet. Um, just don't have the time for it. Still, I can Cause, see because of FM. Yeah, I'm there. devastated. Um, because FM24 is out, that's why. Um, so once the website's done, are we starting to do that? I will be ca- catching up on the games that I miss. No, that was a bit lispy. <laughs> that I miss. There we go. Um, otherwise, that's it for this week. Got quite a really short show this week. Yeah. Really short. We we'll have to make one really long one next week. Make up for it. Really piss everyone off <laughs> that watches this, which is. I didn't say that. If if you made it, if you're listening at this point, yeah, like what are you doing? Comment. Uh, I'd love to tongue punch your fart box. 
No. And we'll know if anyone actually makes it this far. So I'd like to tongue punch your fart box. Is that that's crazy? If you made it this far, that's crazy to say on video. Digital, fo- you're never going to collage, bro. <laughs> um, no, that's the biggest dream of yours, wasn't it? Huh? That's the biggest dream of yours, wasn't it? To go to collage. The collage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can really. Nah. <laughs> Anyway, that that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Actually, no, let, let's make promises now so we have to keep them. Scout report back next week. Yep. I'll make headlines again next week. Obviously, A-League review next week because match week two. Yes. Premier League update because there's the Manchester derby. That's the big yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Champions League update because the, the second champ- half of the games, yeah. Second half of the games. What else do we have? Aussie team of the week, obviously. Um, what else do we have? No, no, no. Um, what other segments do we do normally? We do a game. I don't think the games next week. We have a lot of stuff. We don't need a game. Um, what else do we have that we can just quickly scout down here? Actually, I got something right now. Do you want to go to the Jude screen? Yes. So I've got to find it, but because we're comparing him to Zidane. Yeah. So this this is this is completely off the off the grid. So this is oh Muller. This is a if actual. Zidane's one of the goat midfielders, which is what we're debating about a couple of episodes ago. I'm just Ooh. showing the TikTok I found. That is true, and he's probably he's won more titles, mm. and he's won a World Cup. Yeah. This actually. That threw me off. It's no, but that, okay. The one thing I'll give him is that Muller's not a centre midfielder. He's not a Zizou. Yeah, Muller's a, a attacking, so centre forward slash attacking midfielder slash right right winger. Yeah, but still, it's he's the round doiter. Yeah, the but s- I mean, he's not. It's not like it's close. It's he's got a fair. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a distance, but I don't think you can be fair in comparing the two because that's like but you can't compare you, Muller to a striker or you, attacker. You would that as no? How would you compare him? That's the thing. Yeah, I was comparing the Cruyff. Yeah, someone who's played like pl- like played wherever like because he is the space interpreter. He just does goes where he wants. Um. So let's quickly clarify this, like this comparison. You want to read this one, yeah. seeing as you found it? So it's TikTok. It's just got the transfer market stats. So Muller has 773 games, whereas Zidane has 797. Uh, goals. Muller has 276, whereas Zidane only has 156. Uh, Muller, 295 assists. Zidane, 168 assists. And then 32 titles for Muller, 13 for Zidane. Yeah, which I thought was interesting after seeing you were saying Zizou's the GOAT midfielder. So. I, I'm going to say that I'm talking central midfielder. Like yeah. Not like attacking midfielder slash... But I'd say he's more of a can. Zizou? Yeah. He still could play back though. Yeah. And yeah. if you were to put him in a team right now, you'd play him at centre midfield. 
It's interesting. I always put it as like if you put him in into a team like the France squad right now, you're not playing him as a cam, you're playing him as a centre midfielder. Yeah, but that's also they don't really play cams these days anymore. Yeah, but oh, lots of sides still do. Like you look at it, City play two, we nah. play one. You yeah, you should be playing one. Well, but. it's just a. It's just two midfielders, but one's more attacking than the other. Yeah, that's that's what it is more nowadays. Yeah. yeah, there's no Kakas anymore. There's no Zidane's like mm. that out and out. Yeah, ten or eight. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's really it's a good shout, but I just wouldn't put Mula in the same category. Yeah, I'd put him as a. He's center. probably in his own category like, too. Like, yeah, he he is the. Oh, how do you? He's probably the most underrated player of all time. Yeah, 100%. He's also probably... Because he's un, his position is undefined. Yeah. He's, as, as we said before, he's a round dotter. He's a space interpreter. When the coach is going through the lineup, he probably just says Muller. He, yeah, doesn't, he doesn't tell say. him what to do. He just says he's on the team. Same with like Messi. You just you leave him there. You do, let him do his thing. Yeah. Ronaldo pre-injury. 2014 Nah, he's, he's always on the, on the wing. Uh, yeah, I don't think we... Muller... Oh, it's so... It's annoying now. That's going to tick me. Yeah. Because I don't know where to put him. Because you put him out as a winger, he's not going to have the same stats because he's a, not a winger. But yeah, he definitely him, doesn't play... He's, he's more of a striker slash winger. If we put him over his career... He could... De- he definitely is a can as well, but like... The way he plays, it doesn't... If we go back to when he was in his prime with Bayern, he always played as like a centre forward behind Lewandowski. Yeah. He was always looking for the next pass. He's not looking to shoot. Yeah. Just in the game against Copenhagen, he's got he's one-on-one with the keeper. He lays it off to Sane. Like, yeah. He doesn't really shoot. But he's also got... He's, he's not... He's, loads of goals. Yeah, too. he's unselfish. He's still... One He's crazy. He was actually one of my favorite players at one, like was my favorite player at one point. Yeah, he's very good. Because I think United were about to sign him back when, like when there was back when he was unhappy with Bayern at one stage, mm. and that for a long period of time because I didn't hear the fact that we weren't going to sign him. I um, <laughs> I thought, oh my god, we're going to get him. I became really obsessed with him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he is really good. Yeah, well. Anyway, that, that's a good update to the Bellingham saga. Yeah. We could continue making shouts for that each week. I've actually found this guy. Yeah. Nah, that, that's and, silly. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is actually the greatest midfielder of all time. Adam Johnson should be up there. Gilfrey <laughs> Sigurdsson. Oh, I actually, another one. All right, I had a good one at work, right? Yeah. If you ever had like a football judge show, you should be, it should be uh, Gilfrey until proven innocent. Okay, yeah, I was. <laughs> that's I've seen that on FIFA a lot. Yeah, but then Gilfie till proven. I mean, he wasn't. Um, he wasn't found guilty, in, and he's yeah. playing for Iceland again now. I think he's back in the he Icelandic scored. league too. He he scored, played in plays in Iceland now. <laughs> um, man, what a what a guy! Definitely nothing wrong going there. Yeah, Adam Johnson, what a guy, man. That's pretty much what you just said, but for Gilfie. No, but mine was sarcastic. So was mine. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like it at this yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's the end of When in Doubt show for this week. We'll be back next week. 
more prepared with stuff, better looking, um, yeah, longer. I don't have that Melbourne victory kit on. Nah, we <laughs> we win. <laughs> Sorry, it's all disorientating when you look at it. Kiss the league. Yeah. Nah, um, it's disorientating when you look at it <laughs> yeah, from it the screen. Um, back next week. I am John T. Perry. I am the A-League expert, Jackson. And we'll see you next time.